1: Right. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I am finally sipping with the Swirl
2: Suite. You are? Oh, yes, indeed. We should have so excited.
1: <laughs> I am excited. I am so excited. I went out and got a haircut
0: just so I'll be super <laughs> fresh, even though this is a podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Swell Suite, everybody. We are all in the house once again. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hello. Hey. It's <laughs> uh, so, so nice do- to be Yeah, we do a round of introductions um, just in case uh, this is your first time listening to the show. I'm Sarita. buy me up. Glennis, Dino Noir. Hello, everyone.
2: Welcome to the Swirl sweet. Hi, I'm Leslie. I'm with Vino301.
3: Hi, Tanisha, Girl Meets Class. And we have a special yeah. guest. Woo-hoo! <laughs> I gotta find something.
0: <laughs> well, we have a special guest that actually listens to the show, which is rare. Hey, Reggie. <laughs> it's
3: rare to hey. listen
0: to the show or that our guests listens to the show. That our guest listens to the show. You'd be okay. very surprised. I, they I listen to... Oh, go ahead. I
1: love the show. So I'm Reggie Solomon, and I write Wine Casual, and I am like your biggest fan. I have been listening to your episodes since you've been on YouTube, and in fact, at the end of the episode, I know Sarita is usually the one who, who asks all these questions. I actually have this special segment I want to do just for you guys, to. Um, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> Look at you. Look at okay. you. Always <laughs> an overachiever. Always. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're here for it. We are uh,
4: here for it. Most Excellent. definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get it started.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. so, Reggie, um, tell everybody, like, how did you even get into wine? I don't even think we know that story. Oh, yeah.
1: So when I was in college during my senior year, the headmaster of the college invited the owner of a local wine store down the street to come in twice a week to teach the seniors about wine. So wow. for like two, two hours, like for a whole semester, we would like learn about wine the first hour and then drink wine the second hour for two <laughs> days a week for an entire semester.
3: Yeah, what school is this? Uh,
1: this was at this was at Yale University so okay uh, okay Okay.
3: that's
4: That's a nice
1: uh, yeah yeah but they but they this this was the first time they did it like when I was there so it wasn't like a tradition it was just something they did but now it's like a tradition so that's how I got into wine I didn't even drink in college except for one summer but that was just what a party
3: wow yeah. that was just
2: one one bad time in band camp that
1: happened. yeah 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 that was just one time in band ca- it was summer camp actually but yes it was the summer camp uh so yeah so that was so that was that's how I really got into wine and um shortly after um I moved to California after grad school and I lived in the Bay Area and so I would go wine tasting every other week in the summer Uh, because I just really loved wine and I, I, you know, it's really expensive in Napa. So I couldn't afford like the hotels. So I would go camping up in in Napa and Sonoma Ah, uh because it's it's cheaper. You could like camp for like, you know, 30 bucks and like get like indoor plumbing and stuff like that. So it was cool. So I got to know winemakers and I got to learn about wine and, um, that's sort of how I got into it.
0: Hold on, Reggie. I got a quick question. You was out there camping yeah. in Napa, like really real camping with a tent and all that.
1: So the campground I went to the most was a campground in um, Russian River, Sonoma, Northern Sonoma. And the campground was next to a river in a meadow of willows. Oh, and, wow. this, and this was, this is luxury camping. I mean, they had like oh. indoor, pl- like they had like a clubhouse with like indoor plumbing, a, wow. a hot tub on the back and in the <laughs> morning they would serve like fresh muffins so, Wait,
0: for $30
4: yeah well this was back in 2000 okay yeah well and this was like no, I mean, in northern so sonoma yeah. yeah, it was still expensive out there then too so yeah that's nice yeah, that's that's how i got into it so
0: wow so how long after that when you were doing all that did you start writing your blog
1: So I really sort of relaunched my blog in 2015. I had started it a little earlier, but I relaunched in 2015 because I was just really interested in like writing about wine. And most of my blog has focused on wine reviews. So reviewing, just reviewing wines and writing about like my experiences at wine tastings and things like that. Uh, So one of the things that happened along the way is I started taking these W set classes. And so I, I got better because these classes taught me how to do a systematic approach to tasting wine. Mm-hmm. So so basically, like all the wines I have on my blog, like I write those notes mainly for me. So when I'm in the store and I'm like, I think I saw I think I had this wine before. Let me go to my search, my search and see what I thought about the wine before. So I figure like, you know, you could put all your wine notes on these wine apps, but why not put it on my blog and get the search traffic? Exactly.
2: That's a good idea. It is. That is a very good idea. Reggie, are you, um, are you still pursuing your master's of wine?
1: Oh gosh, I am not going to go to master's. I, diploma was like, the, the WSA diploma was like it for me, mm-hmm. I, it, I just finished it, um, in the fall of last year and it was a great two to three years of study for that but the masters of wine they don't really want me because they only want people who work directly in the wine industry what so so leslie you can apply really <laughs> and, tanisha, and tanisha you could apply but me sarita and glennis they don't really want
4: man really? i yeah no idea God. yeah it's so, is there like, okay, so you finished the diploma. It, it, aren't there several levels of diploma, one, two, and three, or something like that? Or
1: Yeah, one, two, three, and four. Four is diploma, but like, yeah.
4: Okay, so you go one, two, three, and four. So you finished four. So when you started applying for uh, master's of wine, you found um, like a roadblock because you didn't physically work in the wine industry and you just or how did you come up with that conclusion that they really don't want you because you don't work in the wine industry
1: uh so if you go to their website i mean i didn't even apply um oh, okay. if you go to their website they say like if you're not working 20 hours a week for two years in the wine industry like they don't consider that Like if you you do anything less than 20 hours a week for two years, they don't consider that enough Mm -hmm. skin and Wow.
4: Wow. So do you think that's because they think you won't have the knowledge to complete the course study because you don't physically work in it? You think that might be the premise behind that?
1: I don't want to presume to know what they think, but I would like to say, why would I want to be a member of a club that doesn't want to have me?
4: but well, that's true too. well,
2: yeah, I think that is let okay, I'm gonna use this word. It may be too strong, but I think that is a prejudice within the wine industry that um if you are not working directly like as a psalm, ooh child um. <laughs> then people will look down at you, and um recently, I participated in this judging, and a lot of people most of the people at my table were either directly in the restaurant industry or what have you and so when they um when you know people ask you what you do or what have you and so when I told them what I did. They were like, oh, okay.
4: <laughs> mm. Wow. So if there's a bias, there, that, is that word softer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think, it, listen, I, you, you know what? I, I don't actually think they have bad intentions. I think they have so many people now interested in wine that mm. they're trying to create barriers because mm. I, don't th- I don't think they have the capacity to t- take on the interest that they that the intense interest that they get so i think it was sort of like okay how can we get less people in this pipeline what's
4: mm-hmm. the
1: criteria we could put up uh, wow. now you can you can apply for an exception but part of me is sort of like you know what that's going to take like 5 to 7 years to do and frankly I like i don't want to know so much about wine that I can't talk to regular people mm-hmm. about it. And yeah. and that's what I feel that that degree would like mm. would do.
3: But I, I think all it's worth people. I'm glad you it. said that. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, I'm glad you uh said that, all of that. Like, um, because I agree with you. I think it has a lot more to do with them trying to just separate the people that are just kind of doing it for fun because there has been a lot of talk about that in recent years with a lot of people taking wine um, certification courses just for fun and um, getting in them and people who are actually uh, using it and working in the industry not being able to take those same spaces and then also i would agree with you in what you said if you get that level of knowledge you won't still be able to talk to um your consumer because you don't need that level of knowledge to talk to the consumer once you have that level you're going to want to talk at that level because you can do all that work all that time blood sweat tears you want to talk at that level and you will be talking to other wine people you won't be talking to consumers anymore Mm
4: -hmm. so oh that's interesting
3: that is an
2: interesting perspective
4: yep
0: yeah on um me and Reggie's press trip in Pennsylvania I had several conversations because most of the team there I thought it was like eight of us and most of them were actual journalists and you know they were asking about my podcast and what it's about and I was like it's about wine and I could tell that well they had a lot of questions they had a lot of questions I had to explain to them that the wine industry isn't really our audience it's it's people who look like us and sound like us, and of course, the wine industry they taps they tap in like Reggie. Listen to the show, but um, but the majority of our audience aren't the people in the industry.
4: Interesting. Okay. Agree.
3: That's how we like it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I think it speaks to it speaks to um, that wine is popular. Right. And people want to feel comfortable talking about wine. And they just don't want to, as Glynis says, refer to it as a color in the Crayola 8 that is right. red or white. They, right. they want to have some level of conversation when they are wine tasting or um, trying to learn how to explore about different varietals or what have you. So I think there's an audience for everyone i understand where you need to build some exclusion but we're in a time of inclusion right and i think there is opportunity for everyone
4: yep. and
2: those people who are casual wine drinkers are not serious about it they will weed themselves
4: out yeah they will exactly and like y'all like you all said just to piggyback. Some folks just want to have a to be just want to be comfortable when somebody hands them a wine, hand them a wine list and be able to pick it knowledgeably or ask some questions that don't scare away the psalm Totally. I was being man, so It's so
3: much right. easier than taking uh, a <laughs> diploma oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah <laughs> like like it's got to be another resource before you go like put in two years like it's got to be a book i can read a podcast i can listen to, right exactly a couple of issues a wine enthusiast magazine and i should be able to you know exactly do that but yeah whew. yeah and yeah, so i thought about the diploma once twice yeah. and then i was like well that's like a couple years I don't want another degree. <laughs> I need somebody to pay for it. Somebody pay for it. I'll do it. There yeah. there. T- if someone T- pays Tanisha,
1: for it. I'll do it. Boom. <laughs> Tanisha, you have a you have like a burgundy. You have so many credentials. You impressed me very much. So oh, um, you know, you I I really like your story. But more later on that towards the end.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh oh <laughs> Right now, Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, no, our connection's
0: breaking
4: up. What? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> it's too much uh,
0: oh, hello? <laughs> Nice. So, Reggie, um, so we just came back from Pennsylvania, and, guys, we um, tasted wines in Pennsylvania wine country. Um, Reggie, I'd like to hear your take on how you feel about Pennsylvania wines after that trip.
1: So, I'll just talk about the wines for now. I, I re, I mean, we could talk about the experience, but I'll just talk that about the wine. <laughs> I, 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 I was actually quite impressed. Uh, I know they curated the eight best wineries in Pennsylvania for us, based on their opinion. Um, I, was, I was really bowled over by the wines, to, to be honest. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect. It's sort of like when I went to Lodi. Um, I didn't know what to expect of Lodi Wines in California and I love Lodi Wines now. And great. I sort of feel the same way I did for the Finger Lakes and
2: now for Pennsylvania. Wow. What was it? What, what is the appeal?
1: So they have some really great Gruner Vettliner, um, mm. uh, mm. really great, uh, some re- some really great Rieslings, um. They do Cabernet Franc there as well. I actually think there's a great Cabernet Franc story, which is, you know, um, probably it's something very similar to, to what Virginia does. And I don't know, Leslie, maybe Maryland is concentrating on Cabernet Franc. I haven't had any Maryland wines, but-
2: It is, yeah, they are, they are.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I just, I really like the wines, but um, yeah, what did you think, Serena? No, same. I. I mean, it's Pennsylvania. I, Pennsylvania is not known for wine, so right. I went. I went in with my eyes and ears open. I was just ready to sort of take it all in. And honestly, I have to be honest. I was prepared to taste some bad wines, um, but then I saw the list of people going on the press tip. I was like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> I, we're probably going to have some great wines." So um, <laughs> I was very. It was Forbes. It was
1: Forbes magazine there.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow.
2: Yeah. So So how many um you said you went to the eight best. Mm-hmm. How many vineyards and wineries are in Pennsylvania? Mm-hmm. I don't know. How many sure. did they say? Was it
1: like four hundred or something? Wow. Many? Really? So there's a lot of I wrote it down somewhere in my notes and I can't. Find it at this exact moment, even though I'm flipping through them. The notes—I'm a big note taker. Um,
4: I see you standing there with your notepad and your pencil.
1: <laughs> yes. Um,
4: it mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: You know what? I don't know how many there are because I mm-hmm. only care about eight. <laughs> <laughs> Tell
3: us how you feel. <laughs>
0: According to the Pennsylvania wines, um, they say it's two hundred and seventy.
2: Wow, okay. <laughs> I don't know
0: if that's accurate, but that's what the internet says. But um, I yeah, mean that's I would... that's like very close to Virginia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talked talk about Maryland and Virginia wineries a lot.
4: Oh, really? Did yeah. they?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's where a lot of the newer wineries learned. You know. How to deal with the soil that they have mm. and the temperatures that they have. They learned a lot from Black Ankle. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. They brought up um, Old Westminster, so it was very interesting.
4: Talking wow. about wines. You're gonna have to talk about Old Westminster. So, when you, what part of Maryland? Uh, Maryland. What part of Pennsylvania was it? Central Pennsylvania, or even more in west, or what part of Pennsylvania were majority of the wineries that you went to?
1: Uh, Lehigh Valley and okay. Lancaster County.
4: Oh, okay. Hmm. It
1: That's was sort of the, uh, La- yeah, the Lancaster County was sort of like the Amish portion uh-huh. of,
4: exactly. of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. That's where it.
0: me and Reggie stayed in a caboose. We stayed oh. in a train. It was a train.
3: Shut your entire face. You what? A train? <laughs> <laughs> like... Listen, we
0: were we were all concerned. Um <laughs> Wow. Wait, so
3: like it was a whole train and then like y'all stayed in different cars on the train?
0: Yeah. There are different cars of trains. And they put and it, was like, a whole, it
4: was like a full room?
0: It was a train. full car. Yeah.
4: So were y'all the only two black people and they put y'all on the caboose? Nah.
0: No. <laughs> 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 what? Uh, Wait a minute. We, uh, we each had our own caboose.
4: Okay. <laughs> right Say, come on, Pennsylvania, full of Quakers. <laughs> yeah. So, i
3: y'all
0: that um, I recorded myself walking into my caboose on Instagram, um just in oh, case something happened to me. So <laughs> that is funny. I, oh my god. No, 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 I,
3: I don't think in. I saw that
0: story. I, to, I, I know. I was, I story. It's, it's gone like, now. Like, now huh? So I walked in and. When you walk in, you know, there's a bed and there's a TV and it's like a tight, you know, it's a tight squeeze, but it was comfortable. So okay. I walk over to this little table and the Bible is open. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's a little spooky. That's slightly spooky. <laughs> what but verse was I, it open yeah, to? Yeah, exactly.
4: Uh, was but, it not can I, tell
0: um, I don't remember. If somebody watched my instagram remind me it might have been ephesians or something but okay. anyway i say a little prayer and I, I read a chapter and i closed it like okay we're gonna put this away and we're gonna.
4: <laughs> 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 well at least it wasn't on exodus oh. yes. <laughs> <Ooh>. mm. <laughs> telling you get out no okay i'm sorry <laughs> yeah.
0: but actually one of the one of the people on our trip she didn't stay really well, really tell us the story you don't have to mention her name just no it was, it's no story she said she wasn't comfortable so she she left wow wow which exactly. is, which is totally okay yeah it which was totally
4: okay mm-hmm. wow she didn't make a
1: she, she didn't make a scene she did it very gracefully yeah i thought that that's the way i would have done it had i had the same reaction because yeah. exactly. i was talking to, i was talking to sarita before i was like you saw that hotel one in the, the train, <laughs> uh, and it's uh, run
0: by you know it's run. We were in the middle of the Amish, right? So, right. and it's run by them. So that's what I was a little afraid of. But you know, was, we were
1: in the middle of cornfields, literally, yeah. like right across with yeah. wow. cornfields. So you know, you could just see yourself like what's that movie get out like just (laughs) 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 drinking
4: some tea and clanking and uh yeah Uh, that is how so how many
2: nights were you in the caboose
3: one just one
0: one, okay yeah that seems fun though but it was fine i couldn't hear anything i slept like a baby wow wow
1: yeah i couldn't hear anything either it was it was great like so Sarita, I'm curious, what did you think of the entire experience? Because there were just eight of us. So we visited the winery. So I'm curious, like, what was your opinion of the experience Um, of being on a press trip for the first time, just like me?
0: Sure. Um, This was my first press trip. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I felt slightly intimidated because, like I said, everybody there, I mean, even your writing, um, Reggie, is on, like, a journalistic level. So I was, like, the only sort of blogger there um or podcaster there and you know i felt a little intimidated but it went away eventually and i i just like i said i wanted to in and really um enjoy the atmosphere and taste the wines and really just feel everything and it was i thought it was good people loose it took a while for people to actually loosen up mm. um they seemed a bit serious in my just in my opinion but, um, but it's their job. It's their job to write about wine. So they were asking journalistic questions. No, they were asking all of these detailed questions about the soil and the winemaking process that were like above my head, like, oh, I didn't even think to ask something like that. But I just took it all in. Um, I thought it was great. I thought Pennsylvania wineries were, they were extremely happy to have, to have us there. Mm, um, nice. They weren't they were at all. And um, I can appreciate that. They just want the world to discover Pennsylvania wine. And I can't be mad at that. They've been, and they've been, some of them wineries have been doing this for a very long time. And Hmm. we had, Reggie, how many Chardonnays did we taste in that um, vertical tasting? Oh, gosh. Was it 16, 12? We tasted at least at least i think we tasted at
1: least like 20 wines there and like at least 12 of those were chardonnays like yeah. oh, wow. and this guy he he brought out wines like this wasn't about us writing about it it was about us experiencing Man. what Pennsylvania could do
0: yeah okay yeah
1: for like like he had his staff coming out tasting the wines cuz you can't open that wine for a vertical like that
4: right often
1: so it was very special that was Gino I really liked him
4: yeah nice yeah nice experience
0: yeah it was great it was great Reggie what do you, what were
2: your thoughts about the whole experience
4: you know I really liked
1: it I, I, similar to Sarita it sort of felt to me and um sort of felt to me like um like a pre-conference or a post-conference with a wine bloggers conference okay we're we're sort of like a smaller group and they Mm -hmm. treat you like really nicely and are trying to like like really give you an experience that complements their wines well okay so you know i thought it was just well done the people were friendly uh super friendly uh we went out to this one place um Mm -hmm probably the best dinner, which Sarita probably knows right off the top of her head is Vox Vanetti. Uh, they like, I mean, literally they treated us like kings and their wine showed well. So I was very happy about that. Um, yeah, it was just a great experience. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
4: Look forward to oh. tasting. Pennsylvania
2: Wines. Mm -hmm. So did they say, I mean, because I've heard rumors, and maybe you can confirm or deny. Part of Pennsylvania's issue with exposure is the shipping.
4: And you you can't,
2: yeah, you can't, it's limited to Pennsylvania, you can't ship into Pennsylvania, and they have um, from what I've heard, allegedly, reportedly, that their um, their liquor laws are more restrictive than Maryland, which are pretty strict.
1: So you're you're right about that. Um, the state is the is the liquor um, seller for Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. which create which creates this market inefficiency
3: mm-hmm. because
1: the state doesn't care about you drinking well. They just care about limiting you drinking.
2: <laughs> oh, mm-hmm.
1: So it's it's different. It's sort of like, um. yeah, their, their shipping laws do not contribute to their wine moving. When we were there, they told us about the restaurants that serve their wines, and they were all Pennsylvania restaurants. So, you know, getting their wine is, is a problem is a challenge mm-hmm. um, but I think that's why they wanted people to come in from outside of Pennsylvania because nobody even knows to order their wines even right. when they go to Pennsylvania
4: Wow
2: right yeah I think I think that is that is a challenge that a lot a lot of small um, wine places have with limited marketing, because you're not going to say, like, when you think of Pennsylvania, you don't think about going, you think about Pennsylvania Dutch, but you don't think about going to Pennsylvania wine country, Mm
4: -hmm.
2: which is unfortunate. You know, they have this gem there, there, there should be more exposure and opportunity to it.
0: And I think that's the main reason why they had us there. Mm-hmm. And I know we went to a few wineries that don't plan to ship outside the state. They want okay. people to come visit them. They even have Air- Airbnbs on the site. We can stay at the vineyard and have a whole weekend experience right there in Pennsylvania. So they want to bring people to them. Okay.
4: Well, then how, okay, so I, I guess I, was, I, I answered my own question before I even asked got a chance to get it out i was getting ready to ask well how are they gonna get this market of people to come in to stay and visit and experience if nobody knows it's there but i guess they're now on the path of trying to get the word out by having um an event like you guys were able to participate in Mm -hmm. so makes sense
0: yeah i would definitely go back absolutely yeah me too which
4: so, Sarita, which um, Airbnb do you think I would like? Because you know how Girl, I
0: am. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> 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 no, no. <laughs> uh, Reggie, maybe you uh, have an answer for uh,
2: you but... Uh, you
3: would glenning? have to
2: be in the conductor's quarters. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't
1: think that would help. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I love y'all, too. Okay, go on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we just know, oh. sis, we don't want you. I love you. Hey, I'm coming up to visit you, so I gotta talk to you offline. Anyway. Okay. Literally.
0: Reggie, I have one um, more question before we yeah, yeah. your segment. Um, sure. What is the wine scene like in Connecticut? I've actually never been to Connecticut. Oh, my gosh. It's terrible.
3: Oh, um,
1: I don't even drink Connecticut wines. Um, We're we're such in a cool place that you can't really do reds here. And, you know, they do fruit wines, which I'm not a big, it's not my forte. Um, It's just not really set up to do wines. They they have wineries to have weddings, you know, sort of like. Mm. It, it's not the wine is not a destination i'd rather go to like new york state to hudson valley or long island before i went to cal before i go to connecticut mm. but i did want to ask sarita if i could like just do like a quick rundown of my favorite wines at every winery just so
0: oh yes out there. go ahead would,
1: would that would that be okay oh that's awesome go ahead Cool. cool so we went to this winery, Galen Glen, that did this wonderful, wonderful Gruner and Library Riesling that tastes like the Mosel. Like, wow. I mean, it seriously tasted like Mosel Riesling. I was so impressed. Then we went to Stony Run, which had a really great, uh, and Sri, I don't know if you tasted this at the dinner on the first night. Um, Larry brought out this reserve Schamberson.
0: No, I didn't taste it.
1: Uh, okay. Really good. They do it in first-use French, uh, first French oak, and it was just really spectacular. I thought it was – I like Chamberson, uh so uh, I know it's a hybrid grape, but he brought it out to show us. It was really great. Setter Ridge did a wonderful Sauvignon Blanc with a, a Simeon blend, so it was much I, more sort of a mm, white Bordeaux style.
0: I love that. It was that.
1: really great.
0: Yeah, it was good.
1: Um, and then Walt's Vineyards uh, did this wonderful, wonderful Reserve Cabernet, nice, which was the, the best Cabernet of the bunch because it's hard to ripen Cabernet there, and they don't do a lot of Merlot for the same reason. Uh, but this was really great. Uh, and then the last sort of wineries were Grand View, which did uh, something called a a Grange Rouge. Uh, which is a Bordeaux style blend, and then Vox Finetti did this uh, Bordeaux blend called uh, Polyphony uh, during their dinner. And then the last two were Gaylor Estate with a really great Chardonnay, and then Pins Woods had the best Cabernet Franc of all of them, in my opinion.
0: Wow. Uh, so... Thank you. Oh,
1: yeah, one thing I wanted to say is, don't sell yourself short. i I love the fact that you spent so much time and care on the social media aspects when so many of us didn't spend time on that. And you know, I might write my nerdy wine notes, but you capture uh, and share more than I ever shared during the actual trip, and you captured much more visually and with the video and like you bring people in to wine and it's it's you know it's, it's a different way of approaching wine and I I love it I think it's quite valuable and so you know just because we have our colleagues from uh these journals like the Boston Globe and Pallet Press and Wine Business Monthly and Philadelphia Magazine doesn't mean that what we have to contribute is any less
0: thank you thank you for that I appreciate
3: yes thank very you for well saying said. that and because Sarita is <laughs> be selling herself short
4: so she needs to hear that from somebody yes. else.
0: thank you very yeah. much i appreciate
4: it thank that. you I, yes thank you i, I amen
0: that i agree You're can welcome.
4: i ask one quick question with those wines yeah. mentioned reggie and Sarita? you might yeah. have the answer to what where, where is pennsylvania pricing at on those type of wines you said there was a few libraries a few reserves and i guess some that was regular um i don't know what tier of wine it was but where where are they pricing at? or
1: i would say like 16 to 35 like okay. most of them fall within okay. that. Very I mean, okay well and because that they own they're mostly selling to their
0: local people
4: mm-hmm. they're wow. not
0: pricing it for
4: out of state assumption right got you okay
0: and glennis they wouldn't let us buy their library wines. i tried
4: wow really (laughs) wow
0: which one did you which one did you try to 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 get i wanted i wanted the um i think i wanted the 2017 chardonnay um oh yeah that we tasted with gino but um oh that that was
3: in the library
0: yeah it was one it was one of many Wow. Yeah. i was
3: just saying since it was a 2017,
0: I, you know, I, when I think library, I think, you know, old, old. Yeah. We tasted from, what year did it start? 2005? Uh, I think, I think you're right.
1: Yeah. I didn't do notes for that one. I was just yeah. experiencing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we started at like 2005 all the way up to 2000, was it 2018? 17. 17, I believe. Yeah. But they were all great. Nice. Nice. Right. I'm
4: so happy for you all. (laughs) Matt. I missed the caboose
3: picture. Yeah. I'm like,
0: I'll I'll repost this so y'all can. Yeah, I was going to say, we need a repost. Yeah, thank you very much.
3: (laughs) Repost.
0: So Reggie, you can go for it with your segment. We're all ears. Oh, oh. oh. <clears throat> okay.
1: So I wrote this little thing called um, Things I've Learned About the Ladies of the Swirl Suite Over oh. the Years that You Might oh. Not Know If oh. You Just Started <laughs> Listening.
2: Oh, gotta
4: go. Time's oh, no. over. <laughs> <laughs> Connection. I'm like, Tanisha. Nice. <laughs>
3: Listen, Tanisha already hung up.
1: I'm going to start with I'm going to start with Vino 301 Leslie um so Leslie loves tequila it's a drink of choice she it, she is a wine tourism conference attendee even though she had to pay the business price for for the wine bloggers conference <laughs> Leslie enjoyed meeting Eric Benet during the first Obama inaugural. Oh in her my God. words.
3: Yes. Oh he my is God. sex
1: personified, as you said. <laughs> yes. Uh next one is Drake after dark, Enough Said.
4: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, Reggie.
1: Uh and uh, I am so happy you finally found a Sauvignon Blanc you like.
4: Me
3: too. Yes. Oh, so well, she need to tell me which one that
1: is. I forgot. Cause uh, I forgot too. <laughs> I um, remember. She's one.
3: I did.
2: Yes, I did like that one, but it was Kim. Um, with Kim Crawford's
3: wife. Oh, Kim Crawford. Um, okay. okay.
2: Uh huh. His his uh, mm-hmm. their their new label. I Love like block. their new label. Love yes. block.
4: Yes.
2: Love block. Okay.
4: Love block. Savion be Blanc. Erica Crawford yes thank you
1: you're welcome oh okay so the last two for leslie are don't do a vino 301 tour and offer to say good words about your tour to your boss (laughs) 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 and then and, and then finally don't order cheap beer quote unquote Budweiser on a date with you unless you're at a baseball game. There
4: you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: okay, Glennis, you're next.
4: Oh Jesus.
1: <laughs> so Glennis, I don't know if you remember you're the first person I met at the my first wine bloggers conference in the I singular.
4: remember. I remember
1: and you can- and you helped me, like, make friends on Twitter when I had, like, single-digit Twitter followers. Uh, and, n- and now I'm up to, like, 5,000, but you helped me. And I'm nowhere
4: near that shit. <laughs> 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 during my damn That's what
3: I was kind of like, wait. Go so, okay. Okay. Uh, well, no, well,
1: well, I just want to let you know, like, because of you, I started doing Twitter. And, like... I appreciate it, and you helped me figure out how to get invited to the after parties at the, at the wine <laughs> bloggers conference. So
3: that's a thing.
1: That's a thing. You're to keep okay, us out. Other, okay, a couple other things about Glennis: Grand Marnier is her favorite spirit.
3: Uh,
1: for for wine, Cabernet Sauvignon is your favorite. Uh if you're having stella beer, you want it in a stella glass.
4: <laughs> you know it. Yes, has been good
1: <laughs> Yep, you love your cremant, but not from the Loire. Yep. You want a good rum punch. <laughs> oh God. It's all uh, I gotta, and, oh I like. and and you have very strict hotel etiquette, slippers <laughs> only. <laughs>
4: whoop whoop. Oh my gosh. Hmm
1: and and then the last is your highest form of wine phrase is freaking phenomenal that's it that's it and
3: that's a good way to end that yeah
1: that's it well thanks for playing reggie appreciate it <laughs> oh no tanisha you're coming up the right next is okay t- t- the next is sarita these are things you might not know about sarita if you just started tuning into the pot um, Sarita loves sparkling rose, you love bubbles, and you are on a first-name basis with kava. Yeah. <laughs> uh, beer is your least sexiest drink.
3: Uh,
1: you like bourbon cocktails, and a house favorite is Bullet. When yeah. you realized your husband was the one, you were having white Hennessy. Can I see why? <laughs> uh, that sounds
3: very Sarita.
1: Yeah. Uh, when your husband drinks too fast when you're having $40 bottle of wine you make him switch to craft beer (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, you have become uh, a wine judge over the course of the Swirl Suite and have been doing it multiple times which is great you had your first trip to Paris during the Swirl Suite years as well and you met Tanisha talking about wine after Leslie introduced you, and you mentioned that you like champagne and popcorn. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Um Wow. Oh. You uh, you like Rockman Dunbar from Soul Food because of his bald head and full full beard.
3: And because he's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that too, and then. Uh, no blue wine for you. You love seafood, but no vanilla pudding. Gabriel Union.
4: Oh. <laughs> that might be mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's all of us. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that was awesome.
4: <laughs> okay.
0: And now
1: I'll uh, finish off with Tanisha things that people might not know about her. In you,
0: her just absence. Listening to the hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tanisha says, I'm not good with new people, but she is so friendly and amazing to get to know once you get past that initial, that initial, that initial barrier.
3: Okay, Um, that's
1: true. uh, I'll just say these couple of words, dry gin martini. (laughs) (laughs) And just keep that after dark.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: you okay. like to drink you like to drink craft beers poured in the glass when you have them.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the gospel song that you listen to or listen to when you're going through some stuff is God Will Provide by Tamala Man. Uh, you have wine tasted in Eastern Europe? I can't remember where what the trip you went on. But Serbia. We talked about yeah, Serbia. Yeah. And then you had some guy you called Serbian Bay, but I never saw him on your Instagram. <laughs>
3: that was a twenty-minute bay. That was twenty.
1: Minutes. <laughs> that's okay. That's with it. Only takes a second to get a shot of right. a, a picture.
3: Photos um, exist in the world, but
1: that's. Um, you have like made an adventure of exploring France and learning French. And including mix-ups like getting served chitlins in the restaurant the first time by mistake.
4: <laughs> Same day in my life. It was a hungry, uh, hungry. But you are my she-ro because of the way you handle it. I'm sorry, so
3: but too, the, the McDonald's after
4: part. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: you
1: believe. are also, so You are also a wine judge in France as well. Yes. And in 2017, you gave me this song of the summer. Let me just press this button to see if it plays so you can hear it. Here it goes. (laughs) That was the joint. Hey. That
3: was the
1: joint. So you got me into that song, which I really liked, and sent it around to my sister and family, uh, Chocolate, And uh, one of your favorite phrases, or you use it on the pod occasionally, uh, let me upgrade you. (laughs) 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 Which I like. And then finally, if you want a date with you, a beard would help. But no man bag.
3: Those are facts. Yeah, those are key facts. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he got um, it. wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so they, I forgot couple... about. I mean, not the beard and the man bag part. No, I will never get that. But wow. Well, oh, <laughs> listen for all of these. I just gotta go. Here and get it.
1: Okay. Was there anything I said that wasn't accurate? Because if it was, like, let's correct it for the pod. Oh no! no I just took
3: no. it down immediately. But no, no.
4: No, that I think, no. think you were okay. Dead. You did tell everybody the name I kept calling you from the first time I met you. Uh-oh.
1: Oh, I, I didn't tell it because I'm trying to make you forget. <laughs>
0: what did you what did you call oh, him? Great to add. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we, 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 we forgot. Oh, no, we uh, okay.
4: I um, forgot. Um, but I'm I, I'm gonna respect
3: your wishes. Go ahead, cause you okay. use a guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. A
1: guess. My, my last little bit is I wanted to say that my favorite episode that you guys have done, like the one I watched over and over, it just makes me laugh. Uh, is the episode you did with Vermilion Pearl Reagan Mathis oh,
4: uh, and
1: a swirl of oh. sweet after dark.
4: Oh yeah, uh, and when you guys
1: when you guys talked about the guys who order the Cosmo, I guess <laughs> <they do. laughs> and, and then the part with Tanisha, she goes on a date with a guy who orders pineapple juice.
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> my drink. goodness! What was he man. doing? <laughs> pineapple yeah. juice, man! I'll never forget that. That is
2: hilarious!
0: Wow. And then
1: I wanted to, and then I wanted to say like the liquor lady, I miss her.
0: Oh, we miss her. We all do. Yeah. 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 And
1: and then the last three things, I know you guys are. Well, I know you guys aren't on YouTube anymore, but I so enjoyed seeing your pretty faces like on YouTube and see you guys like talk to each other and laugh. That was so fun. But I know it's a lot of editing work. So uh, no worries, Sabita.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I regularly do these uh, episodes like not with no pants and full pajamas now. So
1: <laughs> and you saying. should. You're in pain. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then uh but second to last, I love the episodes when you guys talk with each other without guests because I just find like when you guys are talking about stuff just between yourselves, to me it's so interesting. Cause it's sort of like it's sort of you guys are like a little family and you get together and I'm like, who's that person not in the family who they invited on the to the special gift like me? I wanna just hear them. <laughs> so <laughs> So I like those. And then the last I wanted to say that I really love seeing Glennis in the Wine Enthusiast magazine last month. Um, yeah. That was
0: that was awesome. From the,
1: from the Essence
4: Festival. So uh, Yeah. You guys have come a long way. Uh, you no, know, you know, that was probably all happenstance and Koinky. I just had to be standing there talking to Roland Martin. <laughs> Whatever works. Mm-hmm.
3: Exactly. <laughs> <The match.
4: laughs> right place at the right time. Trying humble, I'm trying to be humble, learning. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, that's how that I got excellent. there. So that
0: that okay. was excellent. That was amazing. Dude, it was perfect. Like, slow clap, slow clap for Reggie. That was right?
4: Awesome. Oh, oh thank God.
0: That was. Well, we missed you,
4: Reggie, and I. I look forward to seeing what you write and post during um this Australian bloggers conference. And yeah, hit us up and let us know where the next one's gonna be while y'all are in Austria so we can have an idea of where it's going next year. Mm.
1: Oh, we'll do. Definitely yeah. we'll do.
0: Man, Spe- that was so special. Yeah. yeah. We miss you. Woo-hoo. Reggie. Yeah. Where can everybody follow you in your blog?
1: Oh, you can follow me at winecasual.com. Or uh on Twitter at winecasualHQ. HQ. I
0: like. And aren't it. you on Instagram too? Oh yeah, I'm on mean,
1: Instagram is WineCasual. I just started Instagram because of Sarita, so like <laughs> give me five years. i have five thousand followers. So oh, my take God.
4: <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah.
0: It probably yeah, won't take that can... long, which exactly it's gonna take I me a know. while. Not at all, man. That was so special. I don't know what to say. That, really...
1: that was mm-hmm. that what? was awesome, guys. I love listening to you guys on 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 Sundays when I'm at home. I start working on my wine blog, and I turn on a podcast, and then I put a window open just for the podcast, and I listen to you. So I like I like the like the episodes I like the gifts you're exposing me to new things in the world of wine and I'm so glad I have a swirl suite thank you, oh
3: my hey, well, gosh. Thank, you. thank you Oh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> I I love that can mean a couple things wait what not that glass <laughs> no <it>
0: was- <laughs> how we go after dark that fast I know, that was a whole moment that you messed up
3: did I mess it up or did I enhance
4: it I'm gonna go with the latter I don't know like hug (laughs) oh okay not the after dark squish squish oh my god I just had questions All right, that's all
3: now they've been answered thank you very much we can can move on that
0: is all does anybody have anything to share um, about their week or something they want to promote before we go Mm, no,
4: life is just life.
3: Yeah, it's just going and happening, and
1: exactly Tanisha, don't you have something coming up in less than twenty days?
3: Do do what do I have coming up?
4: You just don't you have a podcast coming to post? <laughs> you just posted.
3: I was legit like, what do I have coming up? Oh my god! Yes, my podcast drops in about seventeen days now. Nice! Good. Congratulations! I thought you—I you.
2: thought it had already dropped, but you were—you were just planning and leading up to it.
3: Oh no, Mm-mm. leading up to the the big reveal of the new podcast, Wine School Dropout. We have revamped, renamed, and recalibrated after oh, getting nice. some French feedback. So
4: nice! Mm. Are you going to be good? in English
3: first, and then we're translating it to French? Oh, nice! That's
0: genius!
4: I love that. Excellent. Are you gonna cast at these at these wee hours of the morning? <laughs> no,
0: I get to interview people at like two in the afternoon.
3: It's amazing. <laughs> like I record episodes at ten in the morning. It is a phenomenal feeling.
2: <laughs> oh wow! You should stop yeah. that.
3: You're gonna get spoiled. <laughs> I am. So yeah, we yeah, I I can't get too used to that. So. Forget
1: to send my alarm.
2: No,
3: nope, I won't get used to it. I promise. <laughs> so, yes,
2: thank you for reminding me of that, Reggie. I'm... You're
4: welcome. Wonderful. I didn't mention no, it. To... <laughs> uh, nice. Happened...
2: Reggie, do you have anything that you are promoting that we can share here? Yeah, on the, um, swirl
1: Suite? No, I do have one thing I'm promoting. It's called the Swirl Suite. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We, ha- we have to plan a trip to come up and see you because it doesn't, it's not really that far. It's just a train ride.
1: Exactly. Yeah, well, you know, New York like is even better to go to because yes! there are like wine places to taste there. But, you know, it's probably easier for one of me to come down than for all of you guys to come up. So, uh, If you find yourselves in New York City for any reason, just let me know because I'm in New York a lot. I'm like an hour away from New York.
4: Maybe. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So,
1: I can get down there very easy and happy to go to wine bars and uh, take you to a my, few of my favorites.
4: Oh, cool. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Be, um, excursion mm-hmm. for us.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sorry yeah. I didn't get to come to you guys. As, uh uh swirl suite thing you guys had in DC. It sounded really fun.
2: We need oh. to do that again. I was gonna say
3: we'll have to do another. That was fun. Maybe
2: and around the holidays. What do you think,
4: Sarita? It depends. Yeah. Tanisha, when are you back on this side of the pond? This is true. That's a good question. It, it, yeah. It, 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 well we could all well, that's an answer. <laughs> that. uh, we could do one in Paris. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I get it. But we have to coordinate. Okay, so that'll have to yeah. be
0: worked out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> already like, so uh, the
3: Zoom gonna be yes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. before I forget, yeah. if you're in DC, I don't know how this happened, but I'm pouring wine at a comedy show. Well, you do you know how, I'm know. so
3: glad you brought that up. Cause when I saw it, I was like, wait, Serena the wine?" Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. So Congrats. there is a comedian that's been on the show and he really likes wine. He lives in New York, but he's from here. And um, he started this comedy series called some like it hot. So, you know, short full Somalia, And so he'll have three comedians and they're, you know, they're going to do their acts, but in between each act, some wine is going to be poured so and that's gonna be you i'm gonna walk people through three wines we'll we'll see how this goes. we will see how all this plays out but it should be fun but if you're here in dc it's at um dc improv on thursday doors open at 6 30 that's it Nice. nice very nice
2: yeah so you got a discount call for tickets
3: or
0: something Girl, they $25. Get out of here. Discount code. Right. right. <laughs> it's always the Negroes. So is that a no or
3: is that a no? No,
0: no, there's no discount code. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. No. <laughs> oh my goodness.
4: So exactly. did we
3: ask? what are yeah. you drinking? Are you drinking anything?
4: Did we talk about this
3: already? Right? No. I
1: don't think that did. At uh, home? Oh, yeah. I'm drinking a glass of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's how okay. it's done.
3: What kind of champagne? Uh, Shout it out or, or unless you can't, unless you don't want uh, to.
1: Actually, I don't even, it, it's a, it's a small little grower. I, it, it's in the fridge. It's like a, I have, I remember this wine club and they send you stuff that you can't oh, okay. normally get. So
3: it's
1: okay. it's nothing anybody can get.
3: Well,
0: but I, op- I opened it yesterday, so I had half of it. tasted That's baller. <laughs>
3: no, I'm,
1: I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? Let me go to the fridge because I don't want to be like that. <laughs> okay, it's called, um, yeah, that made him feel bad. He's like,
0: I'm gonna go get it. Well, that's what you do all the time, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I do, so it wasn't it's me called just-
1: it's called Vaverson and it's a Grand Cru Brut, Blanc de Blanc, and yeah, it's imported by this guy called Garagiste, who's out of Seattle, and he goes he goes to Europe and finds like wine, like from small producers, so.
3: What's the producer again? Spell it for me.
1: It's V-A-U V-E-R-S-I-N. And then it has like like A, a with like an group over the top. And then it says, O-G-E-R. So champagne. Oh, ah, okay.
3: OK. OK. Got it.
1: Yeah. So that, that's all I know. Nice.
4: Are you enjoying it? How can I not? <laughs> OK. It's like that. You can't make assumptions. Uh, that, that's that's
1: true, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm I'm enjoying it. Good. I, I finished I finished my last glass with you guys. Aww.
2: very nice.
1: We
4: that's tasted vicariously through you.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna let
1: you guys I, I, go because I don't want I don't want Sarita to have to spend all the time editing this episode.
2: one. I do have one announcement. I forgot all about this. I apologize. So this weekend, there is a uh, concert jazz festival with um, Jeff Broadshaw and um, Secret Society and Mike Phillips, and it's um, called Unwind With Us at the Bowie Bay Stadium, and so it's uh, a concert from 12 to 6 p.m., and I forgot, we are going to be um, pouring
0: sangria there. Nice. You're going to have a good time. I love Jeff. He's great live. Nice. So
2: we, I, I forgot all about that. I shouldn't have, but I did. <laughs> all right. Thank you for sharing
4: that. <laughs> oh, you didn't forgive, just delayed reaction.
0: Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. This was a fantastic show. Reggie, thanks again. Yes, it was. yes. Thanks for listening all of these years. Thanks for your rundown of all of our personalities. That that was fantastic i know yes, yeah yeah that's
4: outstanding it's something different too
0: yeah Eli. yep yep well, cool uh, guys thank you for the invitation to travel
4: safely
0: <clears throat> oh yeah travel safely to australia yep.
3: mm-hmm. yeah we look forward oh it. yeah yeah i'm looking forward to seeing some photos reading some tweets. tweets yeah
1: it's going to take some time. I'm not as fast as Sarita. Sarita can get that Instagram story. I don't even know what an Instagram story is. Yes, oh but... you
3: <laughs>
1: But it looks pretty when Sarita does it. Right? Sarita's stories
3: be lit. I'm like, dang, what's Sarita doing? And I be
0: hungry. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Good night. All right, good night. Good night.
2: Good night, buddy.
0: Bye. Bye. This episode of The Swirl Suite is sponsored by Sip and Share Wines. Sip and Share Wines is a micro winery that produces a variety of artisanal vegan wines. They recently launched their seven words collection, which features a different word for every occasion with words like gratitude and abundance you can understand why each glass should be sipped and shared with friends during all of life celebrations. The owner and friend of the podcast, Nicole Kearney, is passionate about creating experience for wine lovers who are often underrepresented by the industry. Learn more by following Sip and Share Wines on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter today. Thanks for checking out the Swirl Suite today, guys. You can follow us wherever you find your podcasts. And we love comments. Please leave some comments on Apple Podcasts. And we love feedback. Please reach out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or our email address, SwirlSuite at gmail.com. Cheers.